Welcome to the Atomic Web Show, where we'll be discussing on our first episode about superhero film accuracy with comic books. Now, we know that in this era that superhero movies are becoming basically the norm for when it comes to what movie you want to go see on the weekend. Too normal, in in our opinion. I got my co-host here, my brother Fallon Green, right okay, here. Spider Zoe. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. So basically, let's get right down to it. Now, we talk about how um, movies and their we talk about movies and their plots. We've got the this new Justice League movie coming out soon, and there was this one that. Came out in 2017. What's all that about? Well, it's not really a new Justice League movie. It's actually a the original cut of Zack Snyder's original vision for he had for the movie that he originally had, and uh, the movie we got in 2017, which was directed by Joss Whedon, because just uh, Zack Snyder stepped away due to uh, family troubles. And uh, he, Josh Wheaton came in and he uh, reshot the film, repurposed it to release the two-hour cut of the film, which didn't go over so well. It was terrible. It was just obviously just terrible. I mean, it was like some. It was just terrible. I mean, I mean the filmmaking just felt a little rushed. On that, but with uh, this new movie, it's well not new movie. I shan't really be called. Okay, so what's 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 the same? What's di- what's different about these two movies? Get right down to it. What's different? Uh, it's gonna be inc- it's gonna be longer. We know that already. It's mm-hmm. gonna be four hour film, and it's gonna have a lot of extended scenes. Like we're hearing uh, recent reports that. Way, Jared Leto and can go longer than four. Jared Leto is uh, coming back as the Joker, reprising his role from 2016 film Suicide Squad. And it's heard that there will be extended scenes of Apocalypse, Dark Side, all the works, everything. This is gonna be. If you have HBO Max, which I imply that all of y'all do, it's only what. Uh, how many? How many? How much a month? I imply that you get it, because this is going to be the new norm for getting movies now. For now, not only this, but we also have the popular film that's coming out alongside this, Godzilla versus Kong. Now let's get ne- next. Let's get into casting decisions. The now it's important when you're making a superhero film. You can't just put somebody in a cast you can't just have somebody play spider-man will it okay michael b jordan cannot play spider-man i'm gonna be real honest with you he he just can't he can play an adult version of miles morales but yeah for example like this avengers movie that came out back in 2012 you and i were little kids when we saw that what did you think of the casting decisions for the avengers i think the one that I think that they made the most, that made the most, uh, the most 
you know, reasonable change. Because all most of them weren't changed. Except for uh, Edward Norton, who was supposed to be, who was Hulk slash Bruce Banner in uh, The Incredible Hulk back in 2008, was recast due to him dropping out wanting to do his own independent films. I think Mark Ruffalo added a, a layer of that timid, shy scientist that Bruce Banner always is known for. Yeah. I do kind of miss Edward, though. Me too. He was He's a good actor, but he's... I, he just felt like a regular dude. And then there's Human Torch and Captain America. The same actor. What do you think of that? That is a real... That is literally just... Uh, well, it, I don't really know if that really applies to the universe they set up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they are two def- different universes that are separate from each other. Now, what about the casting decisions for Nick Fury, making him black? Well, that went back into the 2000s where the Ultimate, Marvel's The Ultimates came out and... Uh, they had no permission from uh, Samuel Jackson to use his likeness for Nick Fury in that uh, book, and uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's a great casting decision. Mm. Better than David Hasselhoff, I'll say that much. Mm, yeah, I'm, I will miss that that uh, that that Caucasian Nick Fury. He had that certain stoicness about him. If you read the books. Um, Our last topic. Titles of the film. Now you know how some movies. Some movies have. They take the titles from the comics. And they add it into the movie. But it's not the exact same as the story from the comic. Like with Avengers Infinity War. A lot of people went to go see that movie. Very successful movie. Very great movie. I I thought it was great. Um, But what did you think of uh, the. Did you think that it. That it. Um. What's the word? Held true to the comic. No, it did not. Because the comic had a lot more impact than the movie, I feel like. Because it had a lot... Because we have characters in there that have a bigger... Have a more expanded history already in that story. And it's more of an impact because they have a lot of changes to them in that story. But what it feels like in the movie, it felt like only... Like, you know, surface-level changes. Yeah. Now, what about this next one? A Captain America Civil War that came out back in 16. Captain America Civil War came out in 16. Uh, yeah, like I said, I thought it was... They made change, changes that didn't really impact the story. Like, first, overall, what do you think of how they... The story for the comic under that name... And the story for the movie under that name differentiate. How did the story and the like? What do you think of how the fact that they differentiate from each other, even though they have they share the same name? I have no problem with the source material. Some differences to the source material, only if it serves the narrative that they want to tell in the story they want to tell. But if it's done poorly, and I will not like it. All right, that's it. Well, that's the first episode of Atomic Atomic Web Blast.
Atomic Whip Blast. Yeah, that sounds goofy, but gets the job done. See you later. Good music. <laughs>